something you've been putting off. Maybe you say, someday I'll do that, or when I have more time. Whether the item is a big bucket list item or something smaller like going on a hike, now is the time to start your Say Yes list. And we have the perfect process to help you turn these items into reality. Join thousands of others with our free Say Yes list template at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. It'll help you stop living in that someday and start making those list items come true today. So download it now at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash list. Welcome to the Say Yes Experience podcast, where we inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into possibility. Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. If you're new here, welcome. We're thrilled you're here. I'm Jessica Rector. I co-founded the Say Yes Experience with my then nine-year-old son, Blaze, based off his idea to let's just say yes to things. I'm one of the top experts on burnout, and companies and conferences hire me to present on mental health, wellness, and burnout prevention. As the number one best-selling author of 11 books, keynote speaker, and a burnout specialist, I've seen so much with our clients. The Say Yes experience was started to help you really start living, to do the things that light you up, have more fun, and turn your dreams of what we call Say Yes list items into reality. So thank you for investing in yourself and being here. Now let's make it happen. Our guest today, Jenny Gaunt, knows what it's like to get out of a bad relationship, a toxic relationship. And she wanted to go on a path of really finding herself, saying yes to herself, which started off with small steps and led to something so much bigger. And she's going to share how you can do the same. And please help me welcome Jenny Gaunt. Thank you so much for being here, Jenny. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. I love, love, love what you said yes to. So share a little bit about it and what really led up to it. Okay, so I said yes to some really big things recently. And without wanting to give a spoiler straight away, that started with actually saying yes to myself. That's where it all started, saying yes in really small ways. So should I start there or should I go straight on the big? No, tell us some examples of what you initially said yes to just in small ways and kind of what led you to saying yes in those small ways to yourself. Okay, so I came out of a, a bad marriage, an abusive marriage, and wasn't in the best place, you know, mentally, emotionally. I was a bit of a shell of my former self. And I kind of had a pattern of blowing my life up throughout my life. And my 40th birthday was approaching and I thought, you know, I'm really tired of being this person who kind of goes from mini explosion to mini explosion to mini explosion. I'm just going to draw a freaking line in the sand and step over it and find my own power. So the first part of saying yes was kind of turning and looking myself in the eye warts and all right and being like okay this is who I am and kind of ditching the shame which is a big process in itself but it started there and then it's what was the line in the sand that you drew you said I you know you know blowing up my life blowing things up I drew a line in the sand what what was that what was that line and what does what does it mean in your life well I guess 
it was stopping numbing and running away. So I'd had like issues with drinking and stuff like that. My ex was an alcoholic and it was a bit of a case of, I don't want to pass responsibility, but if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Like the holes in our marriage were much more apparent when I wasn't drinking. So I was kind of on and off the wagon for years. And it was even though um, I was safer out of the marriage and everything was better out of the marriage, it was still an adjustment, especially in terms of children going away to visit him and me being left alone so it was there was lots of learning to do and I thought you know I'm just not going to do this again I'm not going to run into the arms of somebody else unsuitable I'm not going to hit the bottle I'm not going to do all these things I'm not going to eat my feelings (laughs) so that that was my line in the sand for sure just that that's a lot you know it's not like you were like Hey, I'm just not going to, you know, drink. I'm not going to hit the bottle, as you said. But you also said, I'm not going to do this, 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 and this. So how how were you able just to keep saying it, just, just to keep your wits about you in the midst of saying, I'm not going to do all these things? Because that sounds like, especially getting out of a bad relationship, that can be a lot of pressure on yourself as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think actually maybe what's, sparked it was um I had a bad burnout because I threw myself into work like I I kicked him out and and then I had a big launch in my business and I just was working non-stop around the clock and then I really burnt out badly and I was like okay so I didn't hit the bottle but I just did something different (laughs) (laughs) so um but a healthier version in, in, in some ways, right? <laughs> yeah, a healthier version for sure. And I think really, like I say, having had years of experience of being on and off the wagon and like smoking was a big thing for me. I was I tried to give up so many times and I realized that number one, you have to want to. And number two, you have to actually believe that you can. And until you believe that you can, you can't. Because really what you put out there comes back to you, right? So it was literally just making that decision. And I think I was so freaking tired of cocking up my life. You know, I was just so done with it. So it was, I won't say easy, but it was more straightforward to to stick to so then I just started to do small brave things so like a big worry of mine was finances you know I was on my own he was a a, a nightmare when we were together he was addicted to gambling and it was all like just not good so now he's out of the picture but he's not paying child maintenance or anything like that and I'm like oh my god I've got this big mortgage to pay and and I just had this I think inherited fear of financial institutions, banks, the tax man, stuff like that. And so I just started to be brave about like speaking to people, letting them know like, hey, I've been in this abusive relationship. I'm worried about my finances. Can you help me? Just being like mature, responsible. And like also vulnerable in the process. Right. Yeah. And there's so much power in that, like for yourself. I don't mean like in a manipulative way. I mean in a yeah. yeah. And it just started to compound my confidence because the stories that you're telling yourself in your head are always so much worse than the actual reality. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And when you eliminate those stories, though, you, as you mentioned, you build confidence. And when you start building confidence in one area of your life, it's easy to trickle over into other areas of your life. When you start changing the stories in one area of your life, you start then saying, oh, well, maybe the story that I've been telling myself in this area is in fact not true. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. And so you started doing the the small little things. And so what's that, what's something else small that you did that then ultimately led to the bigger thing that we're going to talk about? Because Because finances is actually a really big thing that weighs heavily on a lot of people. And when you feel that, okay, finances are under control or I have some solutions for that, that's a huge weight that gets lifted off of you. Yeah. So another, I guess, small thing is uh, I have a cleaning company. So I've got two businesses. That's one of them. And when I started it, I really wanted to do something kind of altruistic with it. I wanted to be like this superstar boss or something like help the community. And it ended up being a business that mostly employs single moms, moms who've come out of abusive relationships. And that was something that internally I felt proud of. Mm -hmm. But externally, I shied away from ever sharing because I thought that customers might think, those types of people potentially could be flaky, potentially might have childcare issues, stuff like that. So I didn't share it. So another sort of smallish thing was I made the decision that I wanted to share that because it's really important to me and I'm really proud of it. So, and that, you know, has gone down well. And maybe people have not hired us because of it. I wouldn't know. But yeah, so I think just stopping the story. That's so important because you're also standing up for what you believe and what you value and what is important to you. And right. people also latch onto that. I think oftentimes we feel when we share those things that make us vulnerable, we're scared. What are people going to think about me? Or what are they going to say? Or how are they going to respond? Or are they not going to hire me or not want to do business? You know, are they not going to want to hire the cleaning service? When in reality, it brings them closer because they say, oh my gosh, look at all the great things Jenny's doing in the community. Look at the people that she's helping out. You know, even if they're not a single parent or a single mom, maybe their sister is or their daughter is. So they say, oh my gosh, yes. Like that's an opportunity for so many, for so many people out there. So it starts to actually, when we're vulnerable and share those things, it really forms those connections with people and changes that story within ourselves, right? But also forms those connections. So people say, oh, well, we want to do business with Jenny because now we know what she stands for and what she believes in. So those small things lead to also much bigger things. So what's the, what's that big thing that, you know, these small things are like little breadcrumbs, right? And I think because of those small things that you said yes to, you ultimately were able to say yes to this bigger thing. Right. So I was scrolling Instagram and I saw a post or an ad, I don't know, for a competition to win. This sounds still so crazy to me. To win a fully paid trek to Everest Base Camp. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then immediately the the, the monologue starts going, don't be sorry, you'll never win that. You couldn't do it anyway. Who would look after the kids? You know, the voice going. And I was like, do you know what? Screw you. 
So I entered, <laughs> I entered the competition and I just felt that it was done. Like I was like, I'm going to win that. I'm going, I am going. And like, I knew it. And I only found it about two days before the actual deadline of the competition. So I didn't have long to wait. I know. Um, anyway, I didn't win first prize, but I got a runner's up prize of like money off a trip. And I thought, oh gosh, I probably can't afford it. I mean, Everest, it's going to be so expensive, right? Right. So I had a look and um, I was like, I can't afford it. Okay. What about the childcare? Uh, oh God. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do it like a year out. I'm going to book it. I'm going to not worry about it and I'm going to trust and surrender to the powers that be that this is all going to iron itself out. Yeah. So I booked it. So I am going. And then I was like, well, whilst I'm saying yes to stuff, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do something else like a step beyond. So I'm kind of infamous amongst my friends and family and even people more removed than that for wearing crops like I wear them all the time I live in them I've gone out in them I've been sledging in them I go hiking in them I go on holiday in them like I'm that really embarrassing person so I get tagged in every meme and I was like I wonder if I could make it up there in my crocs because that would be a funny photo and so then I start googling and Somebody did climb Everest in their Crocs, a, a man. And I was like, well, obviously it can be done. So I have applied to set a world record <laughs> as the fastest female to get there in Crocs. I have no idea if they will accept it. <laughs> but I Here's what I love. Oh, Jenny, here is what I love. First of all, you see that ad or promotion or whatever you see like a couple days before the deadline instead of sitting on that wondering hmm should I apply for that oh there's no way I'm going to get it I mean who you know that voice who do you think you are you're never going to do it you go ahead and apply and you know because that voice can be so strong you're never going to win you're not even going to be able to climb it. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. But what I love about that is you didn't sit on it. You immediately were like, yes, I'm going to apply. And then it was done. You won. You knew you won, right? And even though you didn't win first place, you won second place. And you won this amount off. And instead of just saying, okay, well, I can't afford it. How can I afford it? Uh, oh, I can't afford it. Okay, great. I, I can and then instead of just thinking about the sitter or someone watching your kid and worrying about that, you then found a solution. Yeah. I'm going to book it a year from now and everything's going to work itself out. So how did you go from thinking, okay, what about my kids? Who's going to watch my kids to getting to the point of everything's going to work itself out? Oh gosh, good question. I feel like I don't want to sound really crazy. <laughs> But I, I feel like when you are acting in alignment with like your soul's purpose for want of a less woo-woo expression, there are, <laughs> there are no doubts. There's none of that. Like it's so crystal clear what you have to do. 
Um, and I have quite a strong kind of gut instinct and I couldn't really tell you what it feels like, but in the moment I know when it's directing me. And so there isn't really that much second guessing or, or, I mean, there would be if you gave yourself the opportunity to sit there too long, but moving just feels right, you know? Do you want to start saying yes, but you just don't know where to start? And oftentimes when we don't know where to start, we just don't start. So we created an ebook just for you. We put together 101 ways to say yes in this ebook. Ideas, big and small, things that only take a small amount of time, like one to two minutes. Whether you're saying yes to yourself, in your family, relationships, or pushing yourself a lovingly outside of your comfort zone with adventures. It's all made to really help you become more of your rock star self. So you can get this ebook at thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. So if you want to start saying yes, or maybe you need some ideas on how to say yes, because you get so caught up in being busy and doing tasks and projects, or doing laundry and cooking that the time flies by and you want to spend time with your family but you just don't know how to say yes. Those ideas just don't come to you. We put it together to make it super, super easy for you. So go to thesayyesexperience.com forward slash book to get your copy today and start saying yes now. Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or burned out? We get it, you're not alone. In fact, according to our research, 79% of the workforce is in burnout and almost half are in extreme burnout. In fact, it's the number one reason why people are leaving organizations. They're burned out. They're looking for something more. They're looking for something better. But it doesn't have to be that way. We have your solution. It's called Blaze Your Brain to Extinguish Burnout. 52 Keys to Prevent Breakthrough and Eliminate Burnout. You can find your copy at jessicarector.com forward slash store. Now, this is a great tool that you can use with yourself, with your colleagues, within your organization. Everyone can get one and you can go through one a week with them. And at the end, you can say, what was something that worked this week? What was the success you had? So you can champion and encourage each other. You can also ask what were the challenges and issues that came up so you can mastermind and brainstorm around those to keep those from coming up in the future. So make sure you get your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. But you know what also is powerful about that is that we all have that gut. Right. And how often do we listen to it? versus ignore it or brush it away or say no. I mean, even whenever I started the Say Yes experience, I had this, okay, like this is something bigger. I need to really go down this path. But I had to work it out in my head and figure out, okay, well, what does that look like? What does that mean? How could I, you know, so I sat with it just thinking about it, but there was never a moment of, should I do that? It was always like, okay, I'm going to do this, but just how is it, how is it going to look? Like what way is it going to manifest itself, right? So 
as opposed to, mm, yeah, I really like that idea or I want to do it and then not doing anything with it. Yeah. But taking action and saying, okay, well, I'm going to think about it and then trying to figure it out how it's going to work. But there's so many people out there that maybe have that gut instinct and just push it aside or push it away and not do anything with it. So I love how you're like, you know, there was really never any second guessing, but the longer we sit in something, the more we start to second guess it, right? As opposed to you just taking immediate action. Absolutely. And if you want, I have like a little tip exercise um, that I give my clients that I can share yeah. now. Take me two seconds. Yeah, so you do it with your intuition. Because like you say, we have all got it. We can all do it. It's just been conditioned out of us. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy. Just set a timer for five minutes. Sit down somewhere quiet. Put your timer on. Close your eyes and just keep asking yourself, what is my yes? What is my yes? What is my yes? And just really feel into your body. And it might take you a few days before you feel anything. And then you repeat it with no's. What is my no? What is my no? And you should start to feel in your body. Like for me, yes is like I get tingles up my arms. And no is like a big constriction of my of my rib cage. It's like very much contracted feeling. Get tight. Yeah. Yeah. But it can be different for for everyone but even just that simple exercise can bring your awareness and even if you don't feel it in the moment mm-hmm. like just knowing I think that you can connect to your gut like that gives you that confidence to oh, trust absolutely. yeah I mean you gave me goosebumps even when you were just talking about that, that <laughs> exercise like what whenever you were saying what is your yes what is your yes what is your yes because I think oftentimes we're not in tune with yeah. ourselves And, you know, we can't change something or do something that we're not even aware of in the first place. Yeah. So asking just that, what is my yes? What is my yes? And I thought, okay, after this, I've got to go do that, right? I've got to (laughs) practice that. What is my yes? What is my yes? What is my yes? And then give yourself permission in that space and grace to get to that yes. So it may not happen, you know, asking yourself the first time, what is my yes? And boom, here's the answer. But you keep doing it over and over in a pattern and something will start to come up for you. Yeah, that is that is super powerful. So walk us through. So when she said, okay, I'm going to book this a year out, I'm going at, you know, it's going to it's going to work out where someone's going to take care of the kids. Not worried about that. It's going to work out. What made you think of or come up with the (laughs) come up with the idea for the Crocs? Because I I love that. And someone may be like, oh, that's interesting. What is, you know, I'm saying yes to this. So what, so how did you come up with that idea? Because that's so brilliant. First off, I was going to say, I don't know. But I'm now, I'm now wondering, you know how I was telling you this felt so propelled by my gut. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd had this desire internally to spread awareness about internalized shame and stigma. I have a hair pulling condition, which I've had since I was 12 and it was something that I was super ashamed of all my life, never spoke about, hid. And it led me to leading, you know, a very restricted life in my teenage years and young adulthood because, you know, I just didn't ever feel like I could go out anywhere because I lived in like hats and bandanas and things. And, um, you know, it had a big impact on on me and my self-esteem and my life. So I'd 
had this feeling kind of growing inside to share my story to bring awareness not necessarily to the condition but just to shame and stigma itself and I now wonder if this whole world record idea is actually coming from this place because I as soon as I thought of it I thought this would be such a great PR I can't think of the word but like um something that people will notice because it's so weird right mm-hmm a great thing to ride off the back of with this awareness train so yeah my first answer was I don't know my second answer is actually maybe it's coming from there <laughs> now how do you connect the two so it's coming from there and how is that connected with the the hair pro in and of itself it isn't right but what I get to do if the world record attempt is accepted then I get to drum up PR and raise money for charity and share my personal story, which in turn raises awareness. That's really amazing. So you're doing it, but you're also doing it for a much bigger reason and a much bigger purpose. Exactly. And like, you know, people find it so funny that I live in these horrible shoes, but actually... There is a slightly more serious side to it. I have like massive sensory issues and I struggle to wear many other types of shoes. They rub all the skin off my feet. I've got really thin skin and like I can't wear bras. I can wear bras. I I feel it's like somebody putting their nails down a blackboard. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just live in like painful bras. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, it, it's funny, the Crocs, but also it, it's like, yeah, but this is my life. And it's difficult for me to to look the way normal people look, you know. So just to be able to share all of that stuff, I think I just feel it may help people who don't have a voice, you know. Well, I was just going to say that, Jenny. So there's so many disorders. There's so many challenges that people live with that we literally have no idea of what they are. Right. So I would never look at you and think that you have a hair pulling disorder. Right. I would never know because you wear Crocs that you have sensory issues in in your feet or that your skin is really thin. But these are things that people live with all the time. And they're and you're just trying to live your best life, whatever that looks like. Right. So I'm I in all transparency, Jenny, I've never owned a pair of Crocs. I've never even worn a pair of Crocs. I don't have any idea how Crocs feel, but you are a walking advertisement for Crocs. And then when you do this, like not if you do this, but when you do this and you get this record, it's going to be a huge advertisement for people to go out and buy Crocs, right? That can be done. You can, if this can be done, anyone can do anything in Crocs. Yes, go out and buy them. But on a more serious note, but when you think of all the challenges that you face, or even if one person faces one of those, by sharing your story, you're taking the shame out of it. And I really believe that the more we talk about issues, the more it takes that stigma out of it, the more it takes that shame out of it. So then people who are going through, whether they have the exact same thing, or whether it's just something similar, where they feel alone, that they say, what? Jenny's just like me. No, I don't pull my hair, but I pick my skin and and she gets it. She understands because that's what we really want most as humans is to know that someone somewhere out there gets it, that 
that they yeah. understand. And by you sharing that, yeah, it helps them. Yep. Informs that deeper, deeper connection with them. So what are you really wanting to share with people here? Like they may never go out and say yes to Mount Everest, but what is it that you're really wanting them to get out of you sharing your say yes journey? And we'll have to do a follow-up, by the way, after you actually go Yeah, we will. I I mean, I think probably be kind to yourself. So what we tend to do as humans is we immediately want to be like grade A level at everything. And, you know, saying yes to yourself, stepping into the unknown, taking bold leaps. This is like scary stuff. And it is like baby steps. It's like a muscle that you've got to build. So you're not going to go to the gym and be able to do a backflip on day one. You have to do the exercises to get there, right? So I think just, you know, don't expect too much. Build the muscle slowly, but also follow through even on small things. You say you're going to clean the kitchen, clean the damn kitchen. Don't do the surfaces and then give up, right? Mm -hmm. You say you're not going to have a glass of wine until Saturday, don't have one till Saturday because every time you don't follow through on things, you're serving yourself like this buffet of evidence that you can't be trusted, that you don't follow through, you don't show up for yourself and your brain believes that because that's what you're showing it. So that's my big tip is try and show up for yourself. That's super powerful. And even in those times that you don't want to when you don't feel like it, I heard Mel Robbins recently say, you're never going to feel like it and do it anyway. So you're never going to feel like doing the work, do it anyway. You may not feel like waiting until Saturday, but do it anyway, because then you also become that reliable person, the person that you know you can depend on, the person you know that you can trust when everything else falls by the wayside, you know, hey, I still got me at the end of the day. And what I also really enjoyed what you said is take those small steps, like say yes to the small things that lead up to the big things, because you're not going to go and say yes to the big thing initially. I mean, if you had not said yes to those small things and saying yes to yourself, you would have never said yes to Mount Everest. You would have never said, yeah, I'm going to go and try and do this the fastest female in Crocs to set this record either, because that thought wouldn't have even occurred to you because you wouldn't have said yes to Everest in the first place. Exactly. Yeah, it's so true and it's so important. And I think like if you think about people you know and you think about the people in your circle that you trust the least, it's very unlikely that you know any bare-faced liars or mix with any, right? The people that you don't trust are the ones who never follow through on their commitments. Mm. They never show up to the party they said they were coming to. They never pay you back for the fast food that you bought, whatever. Those people are the ones you don't trust. And if you're not careful, if you don't show up for yourself, you actually become that person to your brain. (laughs) That is is really powerful. If you're careful, you'll become that person. If you're not showing up for yourself, your brain will start to believe that that's who you are. And then also, Jenny, that becomes a story that you'll keep repeating to yourself that you are that person. So then when you try and do those small things, those small say yeses, you'll say, 
well, I'm not going to follow through with it anyway. So why am I even going to say yes in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Yes. I I can't do it. No one's going to watch the kids. So I'm not going to even say yes in the first place. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Jenny. We're definitely going to have to do a follow up after you do this because we want to know what happens at Everest and if you get that awesome cool record. (laughs) So I can't wait to hear all about it. That's super exciting. So thank you, Jenny, for being here and for sharing all your wisdom. And I hope you take what she said, that little tip, five minutes, just sitting down and what do I say yes to? What is yes? What is a yes? What is a yes? What is a yes? And then also, what is a no? What is a no? So you can really get in awareness with yourself and really figure out who you are and the premise and the foundation of it all. Like Jenny says, start saying yes to yourself. Start off small so you can eventually say yes to those bigger things. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Are you ready to move to your next level of rock star greatness? CFO, Chief Fund Officer, number one best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Blaze Rector, is ready to help you do that. At just 10 years old, he's already written two number one best-selling books. Through the power of storytelling, He uses lessons learned and shares strategies, tips, tactics, and tools to inspire, empower, and motivate you to live a more amazing life. So if you're ready to do that in your own life, grab a copy of his number one best-selling books at justcorrector.com forward slash store. And when you order your copies, he will personally autograph them and write you a message on those books before shipping them out to you to really inspire and empower you in your life. These books are great for adults and kids alike. So if you're ready to move to your next level of rock star greatness, make sure you grab your copy at justcorrector.com forward slash store. Enjoy those amazing, empowering, transformational books. Did you know that the two biggest issues impacting the workforce are mental health and burnout? Well, we have your solution. The more that you feel burned out, the more it impacts your mental health. The more your mental health is impacted, the more it leads to burnout. So it's a vicious cycle that goes around and around, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can help them both if you're intentional and strategic with it. We have lots of resources for you at justcorrector.com forward slash store. One that I want to highlight that really enhances your mental health is Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action. Now, research shows that 80% of your thoughts are negative. No matter how positive you feel, it's the pattern and the habit that you've developed over the course of years, over the course of decades. And that can often impact your life, how you show up, how you lead, how you communicate, how you engage, whether at work or at home. And then it also impacts a work environment. All you need is one NN or TT, negative Nancy or toxic Tim to really impact that work environment. So if you are ready to enhance your mental health, get your copy of Tame Your Brain Game, 52 Tips to Turn Negative Thoughts into Positive Action today at justcorrector.com forward slash store. All books are autographed with a personal message just for you. Thank you so much for being here. Check us out at thesayyesexperience.com. 
Our mission at the Say Yes Experience is to empower 10 million people to say yes. With your help in sharing our podcast, we can do that. Follow us on all social media at the Say Yes Experience and join our free community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Say Yes Experience. Thank you again to our guests. You can find all the contact information for our guests in the show notes. Thank you to our CFO, Chief Fund Officer, Blaze Rector, our business advisor, Lisa Verhurek, and to our team at Jessica Rector Enterprises. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Have an amazing day and keep being a rock star. Oh, 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 oh